Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Musai Collective. I'm your host, Lindsay Cabrera, and tonight is a super strawberry full moon. This is the time to release what no longer serves you and step into the new. On today's episode, you'll be meeting DJ and producer Desna from New York City. Desna is making her mark in the industry while avoiding a definitive classification. Her art transcends music, it embodies a way of living. While she refuses to settle into one genre, her DJing prowess, production, and track selection is striking but neutral. Desna's futuristic sound drives primarily in the techno lane and draws inspiration from a rich spectrum of sonic palette. Today, we discuss her new creative download, which she's infusing into her musical productions, the health benefits of listening to frequencies, consciously creating music, and much more. This musical Musai is an artist to watch, and you can follow her on Instagram at Desna Music. I hope you enjoy this episode and here's Desna on Musai Collective. Hello, Heather, aka Desna. Welcome to Musai Collective Podcast. How are you doing over there today in Williamsburg, New York? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm great. It's so good to see you, Heather. And, you know, we're going to get into some of the new things that you're up to today. And just to give everyone a little bit of a background, I actually know Desna because I was her music publicist for a few years there. And now here we are, ready to have a chat about what you've been up to and some of the new projects you have going on. Firstly, I'd like to start off by having you share with us your origin story and how you really got started working in electronic music as a DJ and producer, what was that aha moment for you when you thought to yourself, this is what I want to do full time? So that's a great question. And I think it's an important question because I think to most people, including myself, it feels unattainable when you're just getting started. So it really was just a hobby. I did it out of just pure joy. I liked playing records for my friends. And, you know, I was kind of, I kind of knew I had like a gift for it, but I also just didn't see it as something I could pursue as a profession. I think it was just programming growing up, thinking to be more practical. And it wasn't until, I mean, I was definitely playing around New York City for a while before I took it seriously. And I had a great time, but it wasn't until around 2017, I decided to take it seriously. I was finishing music courses in Ableton and I was really liking doing the production side as well. And, you know, you kind of, most people have to know how to produce to also have a thriving career in in this business. So output kind of took me under their wing and was really supporting me here in New York. And I was then taking myself more seriously. I branded myself as Desna and it just, things started happening really quickly. I got booked in London quite a few times for Egg, the the venue in Georgia. I got sent over there to play a few festivals all within that first year of taking things more seriously. And it just kind of, the momentum just kind of gave me the confidence to really like say, okay, I'm going to do this. This is this is what I'm going to do. Nice. Thanks for sharing. And, you know, I've been able to watch your career grow over the years as we were working together. And you've had numerous releases <laughs> on a variety of labels across the globe. However, I know that producing wasn't always your favorite part about this job. You know, as an artist, it can be challenging to stay authentic to your craft. And about two months ago, you had a creative download for a new concept for producing your music. Can you share with us what is this all about? Well, yes, I can. It wasn't, yeah, you you are right because you, you, you're my friend and we've worked together. I would get a little frustrated on producing because I would make something, I would send it to you or a few people. And then like two weeks later, I'd be like, I don't like it. 
or I would change my mind. And I did this like start, stop, start, stop thing with my production. And I guess a lot of artists go through this in some aspect of the career, whether it's on the DJ side or the studio side, like everyone has a strength and everyone has not so much a weakness, but something wasn't translating completely for me. I was happy with the music I was making, but I was also kind of contemplating like, what is the purpose of this? Like, what's the message I want to tell people? And sometimes I think I can be so deep that I, not self-sabotage, but I, I'm like, well, maybe I'm going too deep with this. Maybe it is just about dance music and having a good time and, and putting out like cool tracks, but something was stirring inside me that I wanted like a soulful purpose in what I was making. And I wasn't quite sure how to do that. So I had an epiphany a few months ago. I am a very spiritual person. I have a spiritual practice with meditation and listening to frequencies. And at first it started with binaural beats. And then my stepfather passed away in February and he had a blood cancer and something that kind of connected everything I was into to his illness is a doctor that was actually helping him through chemo said, you know what, it's not going to hurt, but the frequency 96 helps eradicate this type of cancer. And I was like, that's kind of strange and off the wall. And I started, started researching the science behind certain frequencies and there's, you know, science is backing this up. These certain frequencies actually benefit your cells. And I was like, huh, that that's really interesting to me. So then I kind of like, started connecting why I like certain frequencies and why they bring me to an elevated state. And if you just listen to pure tone, it can, it can be a little bit of an annoyance, um, even if it's benefiting you because it's just a beep for like, you know, mm-hmm. it goes on forever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, what if I took certain frequencies that I like that I know are beneficial to the body and I put them in my music and That way, uh, moving forward, my music isn't just techno. I'm actually putting in frequencies that benefit you. So that's the concept. It brings me to a more conscious place of why I'm creating the music I'm making. So it's still me. I'm still representing Desna. My sound isn't changing. Like I'm not going ambient or anything. It's still techno. But now I'm putting in different frequencies on each track that actually should do something to your body I in love a positive that. way. Yeah, <laughs> because what you were just saying about getting in the studio and how you're feeling about, okay, but what is the message I'm putting out through the music that I'm creating? But in this way, it is actually physically <laughs> going to help people as they're listening to the music. And, you yeah. know, sound healing and frequencies, it's a huge component to wellness and clearing energetic blockages in the body, which can facilitate healing properties on a physical and mental level. So, you know, some of these benefits can be lowering stress levels, fewer mood swings, or just an overall state of like happiness and love and joy. So how would you say that these frequencies have had an impact or changed your life in a personal way outside of the studio? Greatly. Like I used to have like some irrational fears that have completely dissipated. I've had just like my overall state of being, if you listen to certain ones long enough, it's almost like level one Reiki. And I've done so much research and I've, I have this folder of like from Harvard studies to like, you know, all these articles that I've pulled up on like specific frequencies that have been tested from like on rats to like humans 
emotions. And there's definitely a healing component to to all of this. And I'm just going to test it. I mean, it hasn't, I haven't heard of anyone doing this, especially in techno. Um, there's plenty of it with like ambient music or every time I go to listen, it's either pure tone or I have to listen to singing bowls or something very chill. So my whole concept is why not put it in something a little you know, darker, harder that you could hear on a dance floor. And you're not going to pick up on the tone by itself. It's perfectly blended in the music. So. Oh, that's so cool. So it's kind of like yeah. a, a secret ingredient in your productions. <laughs> yeah. And that, that was the trick. Like, and I was kind of glad that it was challenging. I was like, you know, when it, cause like 528 Hertz is like the, one of the most common frequencies that people know benefit your cells, opens your heart chakra, very beneficial to your entire body. So that's one, the one I started with and it's a higher tone. So like it doesn't, you know, you got to blend that perfectly in like techno. It was a challenge. And I accepted that challenge because it was really determined to make it work in my music. So I was, I was kind of like thrilled that it wasn't just easy to like blend it into the music I make because I had to like, you know, I had to work with my brain in a different way. And I'm really excited to, I should be finished with a three track EP this month. And then I'll, I'll be like talking about it more on my social media. And it's just opened a whole new path for me. I'm like really excited. Okay. I love this. I think it's so amazing. And actually everyone, we're going to give you a little preview of a 528 Hertz frequency and then followed by the 30 second preview of one of Desna's tracks with the frequency included in the techno track. So here you go. Hey everyone, there you are. So now you should have kind of an idea of what it sounds like to add these frequencies into a techno record. So this is basically, you know, going and stepping into consciously creating music in the studio and, you know, rather than just making it because you feel pressured that you have to make it to tour or, you know, pump out records as an artist, because sometimes it's difficult to get booked for gigs if you're only DJing. And I know there are DJs that are very successful out there just DJing. It's a craft. It's not just DJing, but you know, it's an art, but I just feel like more and more talent bookers or promoters are looking for people that have releases. You recently just played one of your first gigs in a while since the pandemic hit in 2020. How did that feel for you to be on that dance floor again? Oh my God. I, I was really excited and I was like, also not sure. Like I knew the party was selling really well and ended up selling out. So that was like a relief before I showed up because it was a Thursday night event. It was my first time back in a year and a half and I was the main act of the night. And I was like, okay, did, do people still remember me in New York? Or is it, you know, I just... I kind of felt like they did, but I was also, you know, curious about how things have changed with all this downtime. And it was insane. It was so cool. And I even had people there that have followed me from output 
And, you know, output's been closed for a few years. So they came up to me after like all these familiar faces were there and that felt so good. And there's also a whole new crowd that I've never seen before. So the promoters I worked with, I knew of, but I had never worked with them and they did an excellent job. It was, it's the drop. Uh, that's their name in Brooklyn. And they, they handled everything amazing. So it was just a really smooth, awesome time back. Yeah. And that so a cool I, feeling. <laughs> it was awesome. I, I couldn't have asked for a better first night back and it was kind of like it never, you know, the scene never died. So yeah, that was it's a great. A, yeah. It's almost like the dance floor will always be there. The people will always show up, just make the party happen <laughs> and they'll come. Yeah. We're, <laughs> I mean, everyone's restless at this point. So you, you just feel like such good energy in there. So that was Yeah, it's awesome. amazing. So do you have any other shows booked in the near future? Some that are coming in New York. Um, we're working, my agent's working out which parties he thinks are best for me to do. And I don't, you know, I don't oversaturate myself here. So I'll probably do one in July, one for August. And then I had a call with him today. So it looks like from September 4th weekend until ADE, I'll probably be in Europe. Europe's a little further behind with um, the whole COVID rules. They're doing outdoor events in Germany and he's based in Germany and that's primarily where I'm going to be. But everything by that time should be fine. And so we're really focused on last quarter going crazy. So I'm going to be in my studio a lot this summer working that's frequency idea even more. So my release is moving forward. You know, I want to get as much content together before I get super busy so I can like release a few EPs. Nice. Six months. Nice. Yeah. So when this EP is ready, please send us the link so we can share some of the assets on our socials. <laughs> I'd love to share I that. I will. <laughs> I will definitely. Nice. And hopefully you'll want to listen to it too. Yes. Um, no, I do. <laughs> the, the whole the whole point is to have dance music with the same stuff. Like if you go to YouTube, there's so much content and it's all very chill. It's beautiful music. It's a lot of beautiful, beautiful music out there blending these frequencies. But there's no like, what if I want to go out and still have these benefits and and have like a more raging time you know yeah. like, it's, like what about that yeah so, it is quite literally raising your vibrations and I think everyone needs a little exactly <laughs> right now <laughs> yeah I mean it, look at the end of the day it doesn't hurt you yeah. and, and and different people will have to you know be more receptive to it. I'm very receptive to it and I've seen the benefits in my life. And it takes, you know, about like an hour of listening to really feel the difference in your body. So DJ sets are like 90 minutes to two hours long. Usually, uh, unfortunately, I wish they were longer, but that's usually, you know, the standard these days. So, you know, if you're coming to hear me play and I'm putting these in for that whole time and you walk out unsure why you just Buzzing. feel awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's high. why. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's so amazing. I love it. I can't wait. I can't wait. So we're going to head to the follow your bliss finale question. Can you share with us one positive outcome from this pandemic or any life-changing lessons you've experienced? So many. As humans, we're always evolving. We're always growing. But I really took, I think in the beginning of the pandemic, I was afraid like everyone. I was like unsure. And I honestly did feel like my momentum as an artist was so good before everything shut down. And and so I was a little fearful too, not just of like getting COVID and something happening to my family, but also holy crap, my career is just like doing so awesome. And now we're on pause. But if I had, if that hadn't happened, I don't think I would have ever taken a year to myself 
being in the studio, playing my keyboard, learning, you know, you know, sharpening my skills, um, going inward and just kind of like, it made me, I don't want to say grow up, but it is like that. Like my, my growth has been my mental, emotional growth has been exponential in this pandemic. And I really took the time to like figure out who I am, exactly what I want, what makes sense to me, what feels like it has purpose. Because this, you know, being in the music industry for me has to have a sense of purpose. And it is fun and I really enjoy it, but I want it to connect, you know, some type of purpose to it as well. I 100% agree. (laughs) Yeah. And and so it feels, it feels like it has that and coming into getting a tour together again and having this new identity with putting frequencies in my music is something that, that I have now I feel like I'm offering people something more than just, just music, if that makes sense. It's got something else in it and and it is more conscious and before now now when I'm figuring out what I'm going to make I research the frequency I want to use first and then I make the track around that nice nice so that's kind of become part of your creative process first my biggest dream is to put out just an insane album something I approached with you and I know how this industry is and a lot of people say just do EPs for now but now it makes sense for me in the near future to work on an album and really dive into this like frequency thing. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It'll probably be something I work on, you know, early next year, but you know, everything that I've wanted is all tying together and and it's great. And I've even met in the pandemic, so many artists, we've all messaged each other. We support each other. There's some female artists, particularly that I'm a big fan of and they're fans of me. And I, I love that. Like, I don't think if we all didn't slow down, I don't think that we would have taken time to get to know one another as much. Like, I feel like a a bigger sense of community with other artists as well. So absolutely. I agree. Yeah. We all went through this. Yeah. Yeah. And you went through it. We all went through it. All of us collectively. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I feel like what you just said about going inward, I feel like as you were saying that, it's like basically you stepped into like almost the best version of yourself here and you're coming up the other end and now you're all your creative downloads and now you're like stepping through your new path as an artist. I think that's really great. (laughs) Yeah. And I have, I don't have any expectations for it other than finally it makes sense to me. Yeah. It's coming from your heart space. Exactly. And it feels like now my spiritual, side and my techno side are one. And that's yeah. what I was looking, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> They're emerging. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's amazing. I can't wait to hear the EP and, you know, hopefully one day there's an album that comes out. It will happen. You just spoke it into reality. <laughs> manifesting it will happen. Right now. <laughs> Absolutely. And I can't wait. So thank you so much for being here today, Heather, aka Desna. And everyone, we're going to leave a couple links to some frequent as well in the episode description and I'll leave a little link as where you can follow Desna and her journey here and Heather it was such a pleasure to speak with you today I'm so proud of you and I can't wait to see what's next awesome thanks for having me see you soon